少年ジャンプス Shit! What the fuck? A second episode in the span of. How many days has it been? It's like been like s- almost a week? <laughs> what? Well, that's what fucking happens when there's a lot of anime to watch. Because that's what we do here on Shonen Chumps, the only anime podcast on the gosh darn Inter, net, net, net. That features the three of us. Uh, as always, I'm Brennan. I'm Sean. I'm Dylan. And uh, I just told you what we do here. Um, this week, we're doing our first ever second half episode, um, meaning the latter half of a current season of anime that we already started previously. So. If you haven't seen the first half of、uh, this anime or our podcast on the first half of this anime, go watch it. Anyways, this anime, if you didn't know, you do know, is Megalobox. All right, so yeah, as you guys know, we're the Shonen Chumps. If you want to talk to us, you can tweet at us at Shonen Chumps. And if you want to email us, you can email us at shonenchumps at gmail.com. Just like our biggest fan and probably the biggest chump, Eduardo, did. Yes. Just Yo, now. Shout out Eduardo and shout out everybody else who emails us on a regular basis. We love、um, you. We fucking love the shit out of you. Uh, keep talking to us. Keep letting us know what you think of our podcast and of the anime we watch. It's always a pleasure to、uh, come in human contact with others. Yep. Eduardo addressed a point that we brought up in the last podcast we recorded, which was、uh, the third season of My Hero Academia, right? Yeah, yeah. He, we brought up crying while watching an anime. I thought it was silly that one of my friends cried during an anime that we watched. Yes, your friend. My friend. And Eduardo just emailed us to let us know that it's okay to express emotions. It's okay to cry while watching anime. Right, yeah.、Um, he also recommended this one, like, touching anime called Grave of the Fireflies. Yes.、Uh, which I haven't seen, but maybe I should now、uh, if I want to cry. Yes, it's a very good Ghibli movie that I also have not seen. Nice. But maybe we'll watch it someday and cry together. And talk about it. Yeah.、Um, <laughs> but yeah, Ed, thanks for emailing us. Thanks,、uh, Ed. We're bringing this up because you literally emailed us as we started recording. So, yeah.、Uh, nice timing. Nice fucking timing. Perfect、dude. timing. It's, it's almost l- like we're being watched. And if you want to watch us, you can go to youtube.com slash shonen chumps or SoundCloud, you know, or、uh, Apple iTunes Podcast, Google Play, whatever the fuck you want. Guys, how did you feel about the second half of Megaloblox? 
the series. <laughs> Megaloblocks. Sorry, I, turned, I shifted to look at Dylan as right. I was saying the title, which I think I always do, which is why I fuck up every single time. Because uh-huh. I'm looking at how Dylan is you, reacting. You just get shuddered by this beautiful me. man. Yeah. Um, Dylan, please. Uh, okay, my sentence is no, dot, 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 <laughs> but it's pretty darn good. And just to clarify, this is me answering my own question because for the first half of Megalobox, I asked myself, is this the best anime we've watched uh, in recent years? Like, sorry, that's come out in, in the last few years. Right. What's your answer wow. again? No. It was no. But <laughs> it's pretty darn good. That nice. was sick. Yeah. I'm going to, you know nice what? response to yourself. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go on record and say that's your best sentence that's so my far. favorite sentence that's yeah. my favorite dylan yeah sentence so far. eat a dick past dylan what up <laughs> i've watched past dylan eat a dick and let me tell you marilyn man marilyn manson hey, what up <laughs> i took out four ribs jesus oh man uh brennan what do you think about megaloblox megaloblox oh i'm just never gonna be about, better than lego i'm just i'm just thinking about <laughs> the viewer's perception of Dylan at this point because we've thrown so many strange images into their heads. Yeah, I guess we yeah, like, I, he's I'm going to start doing a, that for you guys. He's a chimera. He's skinny. He's beefy. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have ribs. He's a mythical beast. He's a good boy, and I love him dearly. Yeah. Shit. Anyways, my sentence on Megalobox. Yes. Or the second half of it. <clears throat> this had a lot of ups and downs. Gotta say... I was a bit jaded, but there were there were at least one or two times during uh, the course of these many episodes where I was like, "Hey, hey, this is this is hitting a strong note and it's resonating quite loudly." And I I understand why uh, readers of the the manga Ashita no Joe got together and held a funeral service for what's his Yuri. For Yuri. Oh, was it Yuri? I guess. Uh, who died. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless in, in the, Joe died in the original anime. I'm, I'm, I'm almost sure certain he did die in the original as well. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but whoever died, I, I got it. I'm yeah. like, huh. I, I understand why people give a shit about this. And there are moments where there, it's it shines through the cloud cover as just like a beam of hot white anime energy right. into your fucking brain and you're like wow this is art and then there's other moments where you're like what the i wish this was done right so that's your one I'm, sentence that's my I, sentence yeah <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a while since we had a long one dude anytime we do the wow sentence me stuff, fam I, I try to imagine how the sentences look like typed out in yeah. like a word document and like brennan's would have so many semicolons i think dude and dashes, dashes. And like, periods. Yeah, well, like continuing the sentence as long as yeah. humanly possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So my sentence. Give me this, boys. My sentence, and you can take this however the fuck you want, but it is this: a quote from the show. If you're gonna keep looking at the past, you might as well grow a pair of eyes on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Was that not in the rap? Was it yes. in the rap? Hey, the yeah. Sachio rap. <laughs> right. Which mm. I think is incredibly dope. Oh, really? Nice. Incredibly okay. dope, yes. Nice. Was it not? Did you guys watch the sub on this one? There's, There's only, only a sub. sub. Okay, I don't know. We've been I over only, this. Because <laughs> I only watch the subs. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, so, anyways. Okay, the first half of the season, or like this whole series, I guess, 
We get to meet Joe, blah, blah, blah. He gets trained. They enter the Megalobox tournament. Right. And he goes gearless to, like, become popular. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes gearless to become popular. And then he faces his, like, trainer's ex... uh, Aragaki? Yeah. Yeah. Aragaki is ex... uh, Protege, the man's who got Oh no, sorry. Erogaki is the protege. Sorry, it's Pops. Pops is. Oh yeah, sorry. I yeah, I meant you got it right. Oh, I wait, was looking yeah. for the name of the protege. Yeah, so Erogaki. Yeah, yeah. So now in the second half of the season, we just see like him rising the ranks of all this stuff. Right. Yeah. He's done all the per- the preliminary shit. We've seen uh, his climb to the top. Now yeah. it's time to, to fight with the big dog. <laughs> so we returned to the show in episode seven. We watched episode seven to 13. Yeah. Obviously that's what we're talking about in this episode of our podcast. And it starts off with you seeing posters of gearless Joe everywhere in the city <laughs> and a tattoo of him on a hot woman's yes. thigh. Yes, dude. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? This badass woman. Yeah. He just, just getting... became famous. They keep highlighting like, Hey, remember three months ago when no one knew? Yeah. Like, like who you were now what really cool ladies like, are getting your face tattooed on their thighs yeah, bro the thigh tattoo is a picture <laughs> of his face underneath it says gearless and on top it says like g j l or whatever gearless joe g l j and i'm like isn't that redundant to have like his <laughs> initials and then have gearless i mean like maybe it's face? the like, sickest thing you've ever seen in your life you just a, haven't yeah. realized it yet he was a boxer for three months and that happened we've been a podcast for over a year. Yeah, what Chumps, let me hear you. Do any of you have a, a Shonen Chumps tattoo? <laughs> Get our heads tattooed on your um, thigh. Uh, I sent Gear this... List. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I sent this picture yeah. to our group chat recently of the woman with the Drake tattoo on her forehead. Right. Just, just saying. I mean, if you if you don't know what that is, Google it now. Um, the rapper Drake. And see, yeah. a, see a woman with a Drake tattoo on her forehead. I kindly request that anyone uh, with balls made of real real stone metaphorical balls whether you have them or not mm-hmm. I, I summon you i i implore you get a shonen chumps tattoo <laughs> on your face even better if you're a soundcloud rapper anyways <laughs> god back to megalobox so i have a question yeah how do you feel about this boxer man that has ai arms artificial I... intelligence arms dude uh, first of all, yes. I'm going to call bullshit and be like, that's got to be some kind of breach of the rules. Because at that point, you might as well let a robot fight. Where where do you come into this? Right. Where does the boxer come into this? Right. You're just the vessel. I guess there aren't rules, though, for that. Because there are I mean, yeah. I, mean I guess. Fighting, it's, right? it's fine. And yeah. it's like known. Like, but also, everyone knows he has AI arms. Right. Yeah. But I'm saying it's, I thought it was dumb. But I guess he was allowed <laughs> because he wrote the AI. Like, what yeah, this guy, a genius program? Yeah. yeah, he coded the scripts to be like, dodge here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I think, if I don't remember if this is right, maybe one of you guys can correct me, but the character's name is Mikio, and he appears at the end of episode six, and I think that that's the first time we see him, mm-hmm. and okay. he says he's going to bring an end to Joe, I think, in that, okay. right. in that part. And so... He's talking know, to Yuri. I think yeah, he's talking happens. to Yuri, yeah. and oh. in episode seven... Uh, we see that he fights uh, a rapper, or a rapper. Uh, that would be, be great. Yeah. Man, he fights it another be great if the show is just rap battles yeah. and there's no boxing. Dude, uh, he, it's almost like you're asking for Devilman Cry. Yeah, I was about to say that. Um, so he fights uh, a fighter uh, named Sugar, 
Also, oh, yeah. I think last time we talked about the significance about whether the uh, you know whether they chose Joe for a specific reason as the name. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, Sugar. I mean, there are two famous boxers with like the name Sugar, like Sugar Ray uh, Leonard and Sugar Ray Robinson. So okay. I w- I wondered mm-hmm. myself. Right. Are they saying like sugar? Probably. Is that, like, they're, there? they're dropping a cute little reference. Yeah. Like, hey guys, boxing. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Mikio wins. Yeah. Uh, and he challenges our boy Joe to right. a fight. Also, uh, he's related to uh, yeah the queen. What's her name? Uh, Yukiko. Yes. What's the name <laughs> of their company? Shirato. I believe I it. I believe yeah, it. Yeah, something like that. Shirato yeah. or like Shirako. I can't quite remember. Yeah. Even though I watched it today. <laughs> yeah, so we all agree it's really weird that he has AI arms. Yeah, yeah. I did like the color, though. I like that yeah. he was the red boxer. We mm-hmm. had the yellow boxer before him. Uh, right, and right. And then I'm, I'm talking about the color of the gear that they attach to themselves. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool to a degree, but also kind of dumb to a degree. something that occurred to me while watching this show is that they'll like amp you up for a fight between joe and somebody like obviously a rival of his but then when you actually dive into the episode where he fights them they start halfway they start halfway (gasps) through the fight dude but it like it's kind of cool like it's showing that the show is not necessarily like is sports anime as you expect it to be here's my qualm with that though it's like they they try to break conventions sometimes, but at the same time, it's like, it it does it in a way that doesn't add anything. It doesn't, it's not like, oh, I saw that big hit coming, uh, but they deked me out, and oh, they have an, a different way of surprising me. It's like, not surprising. Like, instead of just dropping it on you, the information, I mean, they just kind of like let it seep into your brain with what they're showing. And it's like, ugh, why did you do that? Why didn't you just hit me with this emotional thing, right? Like, oh, they started fighting. It should be like, oh, it's intense, it's crazy. The typical shonen route, obviously, is like make a big deal out of it. And I guess they didn't want to do that, mm-hmm. which I commend them for. But starting like at round eight kind of pulls the steam out of things. And we're jumping ahead a bit, but that especially pissed me off for when they started fight, like when Joe and Yuri started fighting. When the final round started, right, and they jump or like they cut away immediately, and they come back and it's like round four, and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> and they still go through some menial shit where they're like, just sort of like feeling each other out, and like they're like Joe's getting his ass kicked. They could have just started the round and have it be like crazy and exciting, and him get his ass kicked and cut away anyways, because that's what happened. Right, they All just right. timed it very poorly. Yeah, Dylan, how do you feel about that? I have a heart like i completely disagree (laughs) nice so i thought that it was amazing that they started the episode on round two when he fights mikio because i mean if this was a sports anime and i remember way back this was something i didn't like about yuri on ice is that it got very samey you know it was just like oh you know yuri watches all the competitions and then he gets nervous and then like you know victor like kisses him or something and he's like oh i, I believe in you almost <laughs> controversial him. yeah he's like yeah, yeah i believe in you and he's he like, did i'm not gonna he did though i'm not gonna let victor down i have to do this you know it just got old mm-hmm. and you know they, so episode seven and eight we get to know a little bit more about Mikio and you know first uh, they have to throw the match and then the you know the match gets uh, put back on and so epi- episode nine just starting at round two in the thick of it mm-hmm. uh, was great to me 
because it just like jumped in. We didn't need more of Joe preparing for the fight for like Sachio to be cheering them on. It's like this is happening right now, right. and I mean round one doesn't even matter. They were probably they both gotten a few hits, and we don't need like we don't need to see that. So it was like refreshing because I haven't seen that in an anime before. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair, but I feel like. The way they led up to the fight, though, was as if they were going to make a big deal about round one mm-hmm. in every case. And them not doing that felt like a blue ball. It felt like a, not even like a blue ball. It just felt like all of the, the gas got sucked out of the show, you know? It's like the uh-huh. show got winded, dude, if we're going to talk about boxing. But, like, there, it's just, man, there's there's times where... That would have been, like, if they did it once, it would have been appropriate. I would have been like, okay, cool, nice. Mm-hmm. They they pulled a fast one on me. But they did it back-to-back, dude. And huh. I I did not fuck with it. Well, there were a couple episodes in between that. There weren't, like, right, fight right, right, right. But, like, the, like, see, this is, like, the Achilles heel of a lot of sports anime is that, like you said, it gets kind of samey sometimes. It's like you can only show so many Beyblades smashing together. You can only show so many pirouettes on ice. You can only show so many sweaty boys in a swimming pool. Right. Disagree with that. <laughs> but, I honestly disagree with the first two. I, mean, I haven't seen that swimming pool show. Right. But yeah, but, I get what you're getting at. But then, <laughs> I also did think about Yuri on Ice while I was watching this. And I was like, what was compelling about Yuri on Ice? I was like, hmm. Oh, the fact that while they're doing their routines... They're still having, like, an inner monologue going, and, like, they're sort of reinforcing all of their 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 goals and, like, everything, like, their, their motivations. And you feel like you root for characters, right? So you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I believe in this person because they're, they're doing this thing. But I didn't get that during any of the fights in, in the second half of Megalobox, I don't even know about the first half. Like, there was no moment during the fight where I was like, oh shit, like, I really give a fuck about what's going on because there's an actual chance that maybe Joe won't win. Like, I mean... Well, let me interject and say that, like, there was one moment where I felt like that, and I thought it was the greatest moment of this show. Was it at the very end? No. Oh. It was during the fight where Joe has to decide whether or not he's going to throw the match or not. Oh, against uh, Glenn Burroughs. <laughs> yes, against the guy who speaks English. Amazing voice yeah. acting. It's Yeah, it is honestly amazing it's voice pretty acting. Good. It's pretty cool. good. That was pretty good. But then they have like a sidekick like outside of the ring also speak English. <laughs> and you can tell that that guy's not a native English speaker. Right, yeah. Like they just grabbed some guy next to the audio booth. It's like, and don't like, panic, Whoa. Glenn. You, it, it you didn't speak, come out. You've said an English thing, right? Please <laughs> record this for us. Um, right. Yeah, episode 11, I think, is the episode uh, where, yeah, he has to decide if he's going to throw the match or not. And Joe shows up with gear on, which is so weird. Right? When he fights mm-hmm. Glenn? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he shows yeah, up that's with correct. gear. That is correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he taunts him for it. And he's like, mm-hmm. thanks, dude. For me, I wrote that uh, episode 11, I wrote, a, this is the best episode of the show thus far. Culmination. Even Pop stands up for himself. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, that, that was yeah. a great episode. That was, that was great because I was there like, what the, how are they going to get out of this? This is, okay, so you know he's going to end up fighting Yuri at the end. You know it. That's right. just no matter what, it's going to happen. Um, but it's like, okay, 
there are so many interesting obstacles in the way and i thought they did that very good where it's like oh how the fuck are they gonna get out of the hands of the mob right because it just seemed so hopeless at that point like they had so much control over them and i guess the the answer to that is just having the guts to dig your fucking eye out with a butter knife yeah (laughs) i thought it was like it was a really cool moment but it was kind of ridiculous that pops had to do it to himself I think it would have made more sense if the mob did it to him. Like, right. Because the reason why it's so poetic is because he, Pops wants to see Joe dancing in the ring more than anybody else, but right. he's never going to be able to see it now. Right. Mm-hmm. Now he just does it bat style and fucking yeah. does some sonar it's, shit. It's kind of weird that, like, Pops was cornered against, uh, like, a wall in that room and he's like, wait, 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 mob. What if I... <laughs> what if I tear my own eye out? And that's yeah. so tragic for me that... That's, like, a win for you guys, right? It's like, hmm, you got Mati, kid. Yeah, yeah. it makes more sense that a mob boss would come up to him with a knife and be like, I'm going to take your eye so that you can never watch your pretty boy dance, you little bitch. Yeah, see, that that was the most kind of unbelievable part to me. I I didn't really get it. Also, and the fact that he just fucked off after. Like, the mob was just like, okay, bye. (laughs) But before that, I want to remind you guys about in the first half of this season, you know, uh... Joe decides to win a match when he's supposed to throw it. And at that point, the mob boss is going to take his eye and he says, wait, we're going to enter the tournament and we'll win. And that's how we'll pay you back. So that means that this guy already owed him his eye. Yeah. And it was trying to like break even. Right. And now sets him back even more. Dude, so so he'd already lost money on that first match. And now the mobster is losing even more money on this right. new match. How is the eye good enough at this point? Give right. me a leg. But you wait, know? like, um, yeah. also the mob has been collecting all of their winnings, and you know this because when the dude shows up to be like, "Yo, you gotta, you gotta tell him the truth." It's time to let him know that he's gonna have to throw the match against Glenn. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe's like, "Oh, here already, old man, to collect the winnings. You're early." And so it's like, "Oh shit." So they have been paying them back and making them money. Oh, we don't know if they broke okay. even necessarily. Right. Probably more right. than that. They're probably making money at this point, which is why um, he, he wanted even more, I guess. But uh, Either way, this mobster feels too forgiving. Right. He's and not even like in the final episode, yeah. <laughs> or not the final one maybe, but he's like cheering on Joe <laughs> yeah. a little bit. He's like, oh, you really did it. You yeah. turned a junkyard dog into a star. Yeah. He's like a monster. really hard of gold. Yeah. Also, can we talk about like just how, stop with the fucking dog analogy. It's like, oh, we got it. Right. We got it. We got it. We got it. He's a, he's a, he's a junkyard dog. But he's Pops a, is a scorpion. Dude, Dude, yeah. I, he's gonna, that analogy was pretty sick. I wrote it down, yeah. So that's in episode 10. Did uh, they make this analogy earlier in the season? Or did another anime do that? Because I, <laughs> I don't remember. But I remember when he brought it up for the first time. He's like, you're a scorpion. And I'm like, oh, because he'll kill the thing he's riding on and kill them both in the middle of the river. And I was like, right. wait, did they already sit, did they already talk about this? And then they bring up the story later and they explain it like it's the first time they're explaining it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Maybe wait, have I seen this before? An analogy. I yeah. feel like it must have been I, in another it's movie. It's familiar to me too. Yeah. yeah it feels familiar. Like a movie or a show or like maybe earlier in the season, I just don't remember. Yeah. But. 
so in case uh, viewers, if you know, if you don't remember, also uh, we'll just run through the story really quickly. Uh, there's a scorpion who wants to cross a river, but he can't because he can't swim. So he asks a frog if the frog will carry him across the river, and the frog says, "But if you go on my back, you'll sting me." And the scorpion says, "Like no, I I won't because if you die in the middle, then we both die." So he says, "Okay." So the scorpion gets on, and as the frog is crossing the river, the scorpion stings him. And as uh, the frog is losing consciousness, he says, like, you said you wouldn't sting me. And the scorpion replies saying, I couldn't help it. It's in my nature. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so that's uh, when, when the mobster, I can't remember his name, and Pops are discussing it. It's kind of like why Pops ended up agreeing to the deal. Right. Right. Uh, for them to throw that final match initially, way back when, like three months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, he oh, you're gonna it. you're gonna fuck us down the line one way or the other because it's in your mm-hmm. nature to not just be a subservient. Yeah, he's just person. a shady person. <laughs> also, how weird is it that like Sachio, the kid, joins their crew, and it just so happens that his father is the person that like developed the gear that people wear during boxing matches. Oh, I thought it was just Yuri's. Oh, ju- was it just Yuri's? That's what I thought. Oh, okay. yeah. His yeah. like, idea okay. was stolen by yeah, the yeah, company. Yeah, he's a freelance engineer. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was just Yuri's or Yuri's and the other guys. Because like, no, they started off with the same project, right? But then they branched off or something? Mm-hmm. Oh. No, I think the other guy um, was... like he's, he's, he's on his own thing. He, he developed his AI thing to counteract oh, okay. like, the bio arms right. of uh, his sister's company. Or his sister's... Right. Huh. People. Oh, so all the arms of that woman's company, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, I just assumed, like, her company made <clears throat> all the all arms. Because, like, yeah. yeah. So, like, I guess their grandfather owned the company, and then mm-hmm. when he died, he gave ownership of it to uh, the sister. Right. Um, and he's been salty about it ever since. He's like, oh, watch. I'm going to make much sicker arms than you guys have. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. also prove to everyone that you're a joke. Right. right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to... Uh, episode 11, Sean, you, you talked about that being the most satisfying episode. Yeah. And uh, we you just briefly touched on Joe coming out with the, the armor mm-hmm. on the... The gear. The, the gear, gear. Yeah. yeah. The gear. And that was a really cool moment because it does... If, you know, if he was going to throw the match, he wasn't going to do it as gearless Joe, you know? Right. It was yeah, like yeah. He, he was almost... I don't know if, if, if that's what... If it was supposed to mean, or if it meant that he's fallen back into his old ways, huh. like the pathetic, you know, junk dog that he was, yeah. you know, three months ago, he was wearing that armor or the gear. Why do I keep calling right. it armor? The gear. And so he, <laughs> he was coming out in this gear again because he wasn't gearless Joe mm-hmm. in that moment. Like, like I don't know. Old persona. Yeah. yeah. Do, what do we think? Do you think, I think it seemed that Joe hadn't decided what he was going to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. Right. Until that moment. That's really cool. I hadn't, thought about that at all in fact i was actually pretty confused as to why he came out in gear at all i felt mm-hmm. exactly the same i was not thinking about it on an intellectual level yeah like, but i would uh, well, to be honest <laughs> that makes I, a lot more sense yeah now. i like to be that honest i thought of it like 10 minutes ago oh i mean so yeah so it didn't actually hit me when i was watching either it yeah. hit me yeah, ten minutes ago during right. this podcast. Damn, dude. Yeah, but I could see that him like not wanting to tarnish the that's, gearless Joe like yeah, vision. That's his like way of just being like, just leave your body, just leave your body. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. just, this is too embarrassing. I'm yeah. peacing out. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to equate it to like 
It's like if your friends all call you like a loser bitch for not like coming out to the bar or the club with them on a Friday <laughs> night, and then you're like, fine, I'll come along, but you show up in sweatpants. And they're and like, they're like Dude, fuck you, bitch. Why yeah. would you do this yeah. to Why'd you us? Even come? Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Joe. He's just like, uh, fine, like, I'm going to oh, show yeah. up. Yeah. But I'm you know what? Gear on. That's kind of sick. That's such <laughs> yeah. a punk move on Joe's part. Yeah. He's like, fuck you. The you want me to punk. lose? All right, watch. <laughs> yeah, watch. Uh, um, very cool. Yeah, I definitely think that episode 11 is like the culmination of the series. It's the highest point that it ever reaches for me. Mm-hmm, and nice. like each one of the main characters you see like in their element doing what they do and doing it best and being like the bet, like the height of that character. You see uh, Joe like moving on all levels, deciding not to quit. Or I guess he's told not to quit by pops pops realizing that they shouldn't just be junkyard dogs for their entire lives and actually stand up against like the forces that are against them. Nice. You see Sachio not being a little bitch kid anymore, but he runs and he's like mad at, uh, at Joe and he starts rapping himself and says the sickest line in the entire oh, series. No. <laughs> Let me just read it again. Guys, the line is so good. Uh, if you're going to keep looking at the past, you might as well grow a pair of eyes on your ass. Right. It's, it's it's ironically jokes and funny and like insightful. Like <laughs> yeah. I think it's like jokingly insightful. I was like, wow. Well, yeah. That's profound. Take <laughs> note, Drake. <laughs> but uh also to be fair, when that like as soon as that scene was starting as he's like right. crossing the bridge and he sees like this sort of stage slash ring area like illuminated by a single beam of light. Right. I'm like He's going to start rapping. And then he starts <laughs> rapping. And I'm like, no! <laughs> right. Why? Right. <laughs> and it's, and I just, I cringed the whole way through. Yeah, yeah. that line was good, but overall I didn't like uh, the rap. Uh, one other <laughs> thing from uh, episode <laughs> Sorry, 11 dude. that I wanted to mention, another really good thing about it was, yeah. you know, it'd be easy for this, for I mean, going into the final episodes if, if Yuri and Joe just had this grudge, but we also see uh, Yuri easing toward really respecting Joe mm-hmm. uh, in the second half, and in that episode, we see it reach its peak. There, he actually says like he's the real deal, and he right. respects him. And also, it would be so uh, like unbelievable if Joe beat Yuri in his gear. Like, yeah, he's a good boxer, right? But I mean, so maybe I don't. You know, there's a chance, but it it, it the felt entire time, right, yeah. And it felt it felt uh, it's being like not up. a cop out right. for Yuri to take his armor off because of what they were building towards. Exactly, right. and it made the fight seem more a lot more realistic, and it made yeah. the outcome feel a lot more realistic. Yeah, so episode eleven was great for a lot of reasons. Yes, yeah. Like also during that part where I said that everybody's like in their element, doing the thing that makes their character the greatest. That's when Yuri like moves down to the to the yeah. arena and he's like, "Yo, you gotta yeah." He's like, "Give you it your all." Prom- you yeah, bitch. you said right. You were gonna fight me in my arena. Yeah. yeah. Also, and I just want to bring up. You said that Yuri calls Joe the uh, the real deal. Yeah. Why does the show keep using the term genuine article? Is, is that like in is the that sub? Like, is that like yeah. their world's phrase for no, real deal? That's that's just the thing people because say. This so, is it's like an old timey phrase though. It's like this is the real deal, the genuine article. Like when oh what I haven't heard like genuine article like in honestly a, real yeah, deal like a twenties radio ad for was, like snake oil yeah. or some shit. <laughs> it was weird because that's the phrase that they use the most in the show, but sometimes they also say real deal. So they are distinct, different phrases. Right, mm-hmm. I think, not just interchange. I well, think I, suppose the, I think they're, they're synonyms. 
Yes, but like they're going out of their way to say genuine article sure. instead yeah, of saying sure. real deal. It's, most a, of the time. it's a weird sub. Um, yeah, but I, I think they're so. using the same word in Japanese all the time, which right. just oh, translates yeah, to like be. the the real, the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but while we're talking about like you know the peak, the apex of this show, yes. Um, I would say for me, it was as soon as. Um, Yuri stops being this OP character with these OP arms that I agree it, it was so good that they got rid of the arms because mm-hmm. the entire time it's just built up to be like inhuman just just a standard beyond everyone else and that's why he's winning of course he's a great boxer but also like no one can match up to those arms did you guys see mm-hmm. that coming by the way but, like him taking off the arms no I didn't no but I did did you? I got the vibe like this guy is gonna get rid of his arms when uh probably around like when he started respecting Joe yeah uh, so maybe like episode 10 or 11 yeah cool that's that's some like obviously I'm not there. ballsy not enough to think that it 100% is gonna happen I just got the vibe that this guy's gonna go and gearless mm-hmm. right I'm like I knew it right <laughs> yeah it felt good sorry what were you getting at Brennan so what I was saying was the the height of the show for me was when Yuri and and Joe look at each other and they see the ultimate rival, mm-hmm. the true lifeblood of sportsmanship, the mutual respect, and it being of the highest level because they each know that the other is like a master of their craft to some degree. Like Joe isn't some piece of shit fighting in a back alley. Like, he knows what he's doing now. He has real skill, and he's proved himself. Right. And it inspires Yuri. And that inspired me, dude. I was like, wow, this is the best. This is what I was talking about when I meant that singular beam of pure anime energy. That was it. When when he decides to take his arms off and spell, spends, like... A week screaming in a, in a <laughs> cell, yeah, in solitary confinement with his arms all torn up, mm-hmm. because he wants to suffer to achieve the same level of like, like enlightenment that Joe has found in his suffering. His mm-hmm. entire being has been channeled into achieving this one goal, which is being number one, which is being the top, which is a title that Yuri holds in which. I felt like he felt like he didn't deserve. Right. Because he sees Joe, and he sees how much effort that he's put into rising. And he's like, I need to better myself. I need to reach Joe's level Mm -hmm. to compete for number one. So it's not even like the champ being overturned. It's a true competition of of true rivals. Right. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, Yuri definitely wants to prove to himself that he can be number one, obviously, without the gear. Yeah, Yuri says to uh, Yukiko that his old trainer said that he should consider himself blessed if he found an opponent that he wants to beat so badly from the bottom of his heart. Yeah. And he finds that. That was amazing. uh, in, In Joe. Actually, that reminds me, them looking at each other as equals, I mean, I, I... I assume, you know, Joe realizes that Yuri values him uh, before the fight and in the end. But yeah. I also, it was quite satisfying to hear that perspective from Yuri because also uh, before, you know, uh, in, I guess, episode seven, when Mikio uh, blackmails 
uh, Joe saying, like, you're not a legal fighter, Mm -hmm. so don't step in the ring. Right. And later they find out that Mikio didn't actually have heart evidence. He was just bluffing. And Sachio says to Joe, like, oh, he was scared of you, Joe, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you didn't have gear, so he couldn't predict your moves. And later in the episode, Joe says he wasn't scared. He just thought, like, I was insignificant. Right. Like, he didn't want to bother fighting me because I don't matter. It's not that. Yeah. And he says, I've seen that look before, and it cuts, and it flashes back to the way Yukiko looked at him on the bridge. On the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, inciting incident. Uh and you really feel in that moment, right? Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense. And so now, I mean, at least as the viewer hearing Yuri speak so uh, positively about Joe. Yeah. Was right. very rewarding. To the yeah. point where he's willing to toss Yukiko aside. Well, not necessarily toss her aside, but value his dreams over hers. Right. Where it's like, mm-hmm. I've helped you achieve what you want to achieve. You're about to sign this big contract with the military. Uh-huh. Uh, now let me do my thing. Right. Yeah. Like, this is sick, dude. Uh, but what's kind of silly about that is that he goes to Mikio to take the arms off, and everyone's like chill with Mikio now. Yeah. And he's also, like the coolest Mikio guy himself <laughs> is like relaxed. He's like, yeah, man, I'm just going back to my roots, and he's like drinking tea yeah. in the woods. What? Yeah. yeah. Was your fight like a week ago? He's dude? like listening to smooth jazz. He's just like, I'm yeah. just really mellowed out. Also, yeah. I have an impromptu surgeon's table in my basement. Don't ask me why. That's like a that's a Hideo Kojima level of a retcon on a character. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's just the, the character becomes exactly what he needs them to be whenever he wants. Right. Yeah. Just a totally 180 just, on a character. Yeah, just, just fucking irks. Turn, yeah. it, turn it right around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that was weird. That was really funny. Overall, yeah. I liked yeah. uh, also, like, the build. I get the logic, obviously the passion behind taking off your uh, gear. Yeah. But also, just like the actual logic, like how it could fuck you up for the rest of your life and how right. like it could potentially injure part of your body and make you never be able to compete in the sport ever again. Right. Like, but that's not going to lead to any happiness. If, <laughs> But it's almost the equivalent of Joe literally putting his life on the line every time he steps into the ring. Because that's not something so, yeah. Yuri has to worry about or any other megaloboxer has to worry about because they're right. all fighting on even ground. Right. Every time uh, Joe steps in the ring, he's the underdog because he he's gearless Joe. He's... Mm-hmm automatically given himself like uh he's put himself on a lower level and i mean like while we're talking about like the final fight and everything i thought just like the way it wrapped up too was beautiful like in the back of my head i was like oh i wonder if they're gonna end it the way the manga ended which is i'm not sure who dies but someone dies right uh i'm almost certain yuri dies so i was like oh maybe uh, Yuri's just gonna die at the end of this and Joe's gonna be the new champion but then they don't show you the result right away they show you the most uh, like the the peak they, sh- they show you the climax of the, the entire fight where Joe's like this is the greatest moment of my life when mm-hmm. he's on equal footing with someone who's like a true rival and they're both giving it their all and it's like it's just the maximum output of this show. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. that is so sick. And then it's like, cut to black, what happens next? Who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. And then, You just see how other people react to it. Like, yeah, Yukiko, I think that's her name, right? They, she's like, crying, and like she yeah. mouths something that looks like an arigato. So it's like, oh, maybe she's like, thanks, or like, sorry, or like, who knows? Right. Maybe he did die. And then he shows up in a wheelchair, and then you hear on the radio that there's no, like, since the last one ended with no 
uh, official champion. It's like, oh, did they both knock each other out? Did they both die? Where's Joe? Mm -hmm. And then Joe shows up and he's talking to his buddy who fixes his motorcycle and he's like, and he's like, oh, do you think you'll ever fight again? Uh, and he's like, I don't know. We'll we'll see when we see. Um, and also, there's after we find out that Yuri didn't actually die and he's just like severely damaged for his life, I guess because yeah. he's in a wheelchair. Um, <clears throat> Why would he end up in a wheelchair? Maybe his neck broke, dude. <laughs> he got million dollar babied. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. We've all seen oh, the movie. Right, yeah. except yeah. the plug didn't get pulled on him. Um, right. Oh God, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> These are some huge spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, the whole thing if, should be beat. If you're into boxing and you haven't watched Million Dollar Baby, sorry. Um, <laughs> but no, the thing he says a really beautiful quote that I can't remember word for word, but it's something along the lines of, um, like, it doesn't matter how rich or poor you are. Like, as soon as you come into the world, you're born to die, uh, mm-hmm. and as long as you live a life that you can be satisfied with. It doesn't matter because when the time comes, you won't meet death with fear. And I was like, oh my God, that is beautiful. Right. Also, Joe is so fucking dead. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but then he, he turns up, turns out that he isn't dead. And then it all winds up at least relatively happy. Yeah. Like they're chilling on a dock eating fucking barbecue together, celebrating the one year anniversary of the Nowhere Gym opening up. Uh, yeah, that's and true. Sure, people might be uh, short a couple eyeballs um, or legs, or legs, but like things turn out okay. And yeah. I was like, "Wow, this is great." Seize the day, carpe diem, live your life to the fullest. Yeah, but then I was like, "Wait, are they just not gonna tell us who won or didn't win? Is that gonna be the end?" And I, I got actively angry in that moment. Right. And then we got the black screen being like, "Winner by knockout." Yes. It was Joe. Show's done. <laughs> it was right. Joe. Like, way before that, I assumed that Joe won. Just Did because you? he oh. wasn't in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. True. yeah. But, but they said... But on the radio, it still said there wasn't yeah. a winner, so, so I'm confused. Yeah. Maybe Joe won, but then he didn't accept the title, title or that's something? What I'm, that's yeah. what I'm guessing. Or maybe like, he won, but then they found out that he wasn't a citizen because he doesn't have proper ID. <laughs> right. Like, like some uh, you can't get the award. Much less yeah. meaningful default <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. Just... Yeah. just administration bullshit yeah where, where it's not like he's like i don't want the title i'm glad i got to fight the truest sportsman i've ever met in my life they're like you can't handle the title <laughs> where are your papers bro yeah. how do you guys feel about that do you do you like that joe won um i'm okay with it i would have been happier if they both knocked each other out and it was like a tie that would have been kind of cool to be honest uh, you know i feel like i would have rather Someone won, but they don't tell us who. Sure. In the end, like it doesn't matter. I feel that, like that would have enraged me though. <laughs> it would like, have been ridiculous if they both punched each other and both got knocked out. At, but Yuri ended up a in a weird <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be well, so I bad. guess like that was not the final punch, right? Like, I think it was. Been I think. But then, how was. would he have ended up in a wheelchair? Because that was the last rep. Well, he maybe he broke know. his he, neck. Yeah. He got the good angle on that. Yeah. Chair. Okay. <laughs> or like he fell and yeah. snapped his spine or something. Yeah. Jeez, like, dude. Well, <laughs> I guess so. Anyway, I don't know. I, that that freeze frame. I punched him I didn't, so hard, his spine snapped in two. That yeah. freeze while frame he was of them still standing, punching each other. I don't know. I like. I liked it after I when I first saw it, and then they cut away. I didn't like what they were doing. 
right. then the I way was, they kind of just teased it I after it. with that the shots of like the, right, for me, the IV bag or whatever. I, it, yeah. Maybe I'm imagining that. Or yeah, like no, the shot happened. of Yukiko <laughs> reacting, being like, "Oh no!" No, I'm saying I like the, I. It made me like it after, but while while it was happening, the first right. like that punching, I was like, "Oh, oh yeah." The punch was kind of cheesy, and, but then everything after that that followed. Actually, before it. they show that <laughs> before they show that Yukiko uh, crying, it actually first shows the army dudes talking about how she didn't even flinch when she heard the news. Right. right. And then later in the car, you see her say something and yeah, then shed crying. a tear. Right. And yeah, that was really that was really cool. They're like, yo, she's hardcore. She doesn't even give a shit about that guy who's, like, literally getting his ass beat for her. Yeah. <laughs> she's great. She's a good character because she, like, you can see that she kind of respects Joe. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. But she still, like, has this legacy to, like, uphold with her, like, family's company. Right. So she mm-hmm. needs to stick to that. There's Even like, though it goes against what she might feel like morally or whatever. Yeah. There's many times where she's like, you know, I could just like fuck you over, right? And they're like, yeah, but yeah. you won't. She's like, ah, you got me. <laughs> right. Um, she makes me think of that older sister in Durarara, the one that's like allied with um the really evil guy who likes the likes oh, observing yeah. humans. She's the one that keeps like Selty's head. And right. Stuff. She's kind of fucking. She oh, loves yeah. her brother too much. Yeah. That, yeah. Also, <laughs> there's that. Yeah. 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 So Izia's yeah. sister? No. No. Um, I don't remember who's. I don't remember the guy's is. name. It's oh. the guy who's in love with the girl who got plastic surgery on the, her face to look like Selty. <laughs> oh, yeah. The most <laughs> boring dude in yeah, the entire right. show. Yes, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, that guy sucks. That guy yeah. is a bad character. He's like the Chris Brown of Durara. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> just bad news. Just all around. Yeah. Bad, bad. Not good. Not good. Uh, Might have been good when he was 16, but after oy that, vey. bad. Took a steep downward spiral. Yeah. Anyways, go watch Durara, too. That show's fucking sick. Yeah. That show oh, yeah. Fucks, Season one. Dude. Yeah. yeah but you didn't one. finish season two, Dylan. Yeah. Maybe There's we'll podcast Don't speak on my name. <laughs> <laughs> so, in episode 13, also right before the punch, I think they both, like, stop for a minute. Right, and, and then, then they talk for a second. Yeah, they talk. I actually can't... I didn't record exactly what they said, but I think Yuri it's asks him... something really and he intense. Says, he says, yeah. like, you're going, aren't you? It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm crossing through. Or, like, what the fuck? I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he said... I thought he said something I like, think he you're said going. you're going, yeah. And I thought that that was really cool, because I thought it was them both saying, like... We're both going to die at the end of this, right? Or just, like, I'm out of gas. Like, you don't have anything left, right? And the, I felt like in that moment, they both understood... That it did come down to that punch, like, it's like, this is it. Yeah. Dude, for me, it was like a callback to that, or not, I guess a call forward to that quote, where it's like, when when you die, make sure you've done everything you could possibly do to be satisfied with your life. Like, you're going, right? Like, this is it, right? You're done. This is the culminating moment of your life, and you're ready to die. Right. Also, the, have we talked about the fact that the word die is in every episode like the name of every episode but, oh is it yeah okay. but no one dies not dead yet not dead yet dude uh i like how the show and it might be like speaking of hyperbole right now but i like how this show gets done in 13 episodes what dragon ball has tried to do in like 350 <laughs> between goku and vegeta y- yeah <laughs> right. it's just like 
Yeah, but in Did Dragon they ever Ball, sell Vegeta, that by the way? Oh yeah, I don't uh, know. Maybe I'm Vegito not fully Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. That's Is that's that a thing. That's the culmination. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but uh, it's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. So I want the, Vegeta in the wheelchair. <laughs> at, the, at the beginning of this podcast, uh, my my sentence, I was saying, I was replying to myself saying, "No, it isn't the best thing we've watched." But over this podcast, I've it's making me like it more. Oh man! Same. But I'm still like when I still think about, uh, I st- I really loved One Punch Man and, and, <laughs> and Mob Psycho One Hundo. Uh, but like I get those two were very just like entertaining and fun and fresh. But this was definitely something more moving. So also our first two podcasts. If you yeah. want to sound us yeah. or listen to us sounding like fucking idiots, yeah, yeah. maybe go check that out. I just want to um, say that Mob Psycho is one of the greatest anime. I've ever seen in my life. Mm. We were talking about that yesterday. So everything yeah. else we've watched can't even top it. I yeah. guess technically we did a podcast on Death Note, which would probably like top it. But one of the right. that's it. Yeah. yeah, it's like we we hit one of the goats very early, which is yes. like oh shit, <laughs> now <Yeah>. what? <laughs> but Mob yeah. Psycho 100 is flawless. Yeah, fact. Yeah. Take that to the bank. Hard fact. Yes. But but this anime is just so damn good too. Yeah. Um, right. it's like I I don't think I could say it's better than mob psycho not it, by a long shot in my but opinion. i don't know but it, it does a lot of great things and it's mm-hmm. it's the only serious anime that we've watched that or it's definitely the best serious anime that we've watched that's come out in recent years so like negating right. death note right but i guess we or haven't cowboy. watched enough of those yet oh yeah or cowboy yeah yeah but yeah in the last three years like there's nothing like i liked this more than inuyashiki than violet I don't know if Magus Bride is supposed to be serious, but <laughs> I really hope not. Uh, <laughs> Kino's Journey, you know, A Maiden Abyss, I guess it's supposed to be oh, like kind of serious. I, I guess it is serious. Yeah, like for, Attack well, on Titan also, for sure. Right? Apples and oranges. You know, I like uh, this is a really special anime, and yet I can't really think of who I'd recommend this to. Like, I think there have been some other animes that I... I felt confident I could recommend it to someone who isn't into anime. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that this is one of those ones. I think this is like an anime's anime. Yeah. You know? But uh, I also feel like I could show this to someone who, like, is, like, hardcore into shounen anime. Like, has watched all of Naruto, all of Bleach, all all of those shows, and is just like, yo, I love shounen anime. I'd be like, yo... Uh, want to get like a real quick high? Here's 13 episodes. No, I'm saying that's fine. I'm saying I couldn't recommend it to someone who doesn't watch that's anime. That's right. You're a hondo correct there. Yeah. I don't know. I think you could. I think much more than like some of the other shows that we watched. There's some shows that we watched that I wouldn't dare show to a regular human being who doesn't watch anime. Mm-hmm. But this is like pretty close to being up there because there's nothing like truly weird or off-putting or anime-esque about like the when you show. think about stereotypically cringy things in yeah, an anime. Like, I think this is it. like pretty accessible. Like it's stylistically, just like, yeah, it is yeah. quite uh, straightforward. Like it's got a unique regard. look, it's got style, it's got like characters that make sense that don't make like illogical leaps and like right, right. Uh, decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but like I see that you're right that I like can't pinpoint a person in my head that would like love the show necessarily. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like an it's a it's an easy recommendation. Hmm. I, I think, think I think if you if you found someone who loves Cowboy but, like, completely missed the point of it, mm-hmm. maybe this would be their favorite anime of all time. 
they'd be like, oh my god, so aesthetic. But like, right. also, I feel like this show even kind of missed the mark with the aesthetic a little bit. Because there's times where there's like still frames or like very little animation going on. I'm like, wow, this just looks like a 90s show. Like when the show forces you to look at a still frame from right. it at the yeah. middle and the end of every episode. Or the beginning and end of every right. episode. Um, which is really but, funny. Yeah. I like that. There's, there's times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cool. it's funny. Yeah, you know, kind there's, of. there's times where it works and there's a lot of times where you're like, this is like a brand spanking new anime that they just sort of like downgraded a little bit. Yeah, there's definitely times where the style works, like the down-resing to make right. it look like an older show. But yeah, like there's times the where I'm just like... It's like, yo, this is so crisp, but you just decrisped it yeah. for the sake <laughs> yeah. of making it, it does feel like that seem a little, a little bit nostalgic. But like, you know, all in all, good-looking yeah. show. Good show. Made me feel good. I would probably tell someone about it, but I also don't know who. Yeah. Yeah, I'd recommend it to anime watch. Maybe if somebody really loved Cowboy Bebop, I'd be like... So this show has a lot of similar, like, vibes, or, like, they try to do the same thing, but about boxing, and, like, not about existential dread, and about happiness instead of sadness, and never mind, don't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboy's a harder watch, though, because it's oh, so sure. dense, Yeah, right? of course, yeah. Like, it's like each like... episode's a small movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is not that. <laughs> like, yeah, if I were to recommend Cowboy to somebody, I'd be like, I'm sorry for what I'm about to do to you. Like, yeah, it's like this, this is, is going to be an emotional. This is going to consume you. Slog. Yeah. 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 Like you won't be the same after this. Exactly. Nothing Which is was like, the same. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, in uh, case you forgot, we live in Toronto and it's Drake mania right now. So it's. It's heavy on the mind. Not yeah. for us three, though. Yeah, right. not Drake we, Mania we just, for us. We can't get just, away. He put out a new album called Scorpion, just like our boy Pops, who stings the the, <laughs> yeah. the what's it called the frog. Yeah, dude. You yeah. think uh, Drake's ever gonna make it across the river? Oh God, never. <laughs> it's in his nature. So the last thing I have to bring up about the show is Yuri. Um, Yuri. When Yuri was injured and became paraplegic, how long do you think they kept his neck on ice? <laughs> Also, Yuri's neck on ice. <laughs> yeah. Also, do you think that Victor from Yuri on Ice, uh, retired after the finale of Yuri on Ice, um, left to a different part of the world and like donned a persona called Yuri after like his protege that he loves so much, started to take it like take up a different sport, boxing? Which he could conceivably still do at this later age in his life, unlike skating. Right. Punch the shit out of people, grow his hair a little bit. Froze himself for like a hundred years so that he could be in the future. Or in this Donald Trump-esque world where uh, possibly Japan is nuked, everywhere is nuked, everywhere is dying. It's fucking ho- just nuclear yeah. holocaust. Yeah, we're living the in the Megalobox is... world. Yeah. Ten years from now, possibly. Right. Yuri Victor is still fighting. Uh, and then he gets like paraplegicized at the end anyways and he can't skate or box he can't dance in any sense of the word yeah (laughs) never gonna dance again yeah guilty feet Dylan anyways that's my theory they ain't got no rhythm yeah uh what do you guys any final thoughts on the show um it made me feel real nice and I hope I get another glimpse at anime truth I, I, I hope I pass through the gate and get a glimpse of the truth again. Whoa. Uh, we haven't watched anything that made me feel 
a certain way hadn't like I have hasn't elicited strong feelings for me in a long time so it was great to watch this uh it was very pretty mm-hmm. and uh I hope I can find the right person to recommend this to because I'd love to share it with someone yeah Sean? this show is a good fun ride dude we were talking about um my hero academia season three last week how right. it was a good Saturday morning cartoon yeah Megalobox is a good Friday night Bionics oh, on the YTV oh type Oh, no! You did it! I did it. You had to do it to him. Good show. You, you fucking... You sold this to me. Now I love this show. Final thoughts. Like, without a doubt. That's my final thought. Wow. Yeah. You are 100% right. By the way, we're from Toronto. We already said that. YTV is a, a TV... Network. Here. In Canada. And Bionics is uh, all of our youth... Except uh, Dylan. That was, the, that was the, <laughs> Bionics are was you? the programming block on Friday nights where they'd show anime. anime? That was like yeah. a little, a little, a little raunchy. They a had a little raunchy. bit of a yeah. disclaimer. It's like yeah. you might see boobs, boobs with no nipples. In <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we have been the Shonen Chumps. We, we still are the Shonen Chumps. We're the Shonen Chumps. If you want to talk to us, because we love to talk to you, you can tweet at us at Shonen Chumps. You can email us at shonenchumps at gmail.com and give us your life lessons, your love lessons, your anime tips, tricks. We need help. Just give us lessons of some kind. Yeah. Please. (laughs) Please. We love you. And uh, you can listen to us um, on SoundCloud or Apple iTunes Podcasts. And if you do listen to us on Apple iTunes Podcasts or any other kind of podcast medium like google yeah, like google yeah, or whatever google the play. fuck yeah. android people <laughs> use if that's what they use um leave us a review of some kind it does help um whether you loved us or hated us uh sean has promised to read whatever you write on air whatever you write what it can be the most fucked up shit we've ever read and yeah. we are obligated to you yeah. uh, to, to read it on air because we've said it multiple times and we don't fuck around mm-hmm. my dudes write an AI that leaves reviews for us <laughs> just do it or better yet just go into the field the text field to leave a review and tap that middle button in the, the recommended words bar yes. above your keyboard so it makes no it's sense just gibberish yeah. but it's something yeah it'll be something give us something and I'll still read it yeah for sure <laughs> Um, yeah, we've been the Shonen Chumps. See you, Space Cowboy! Bye! Not dead yet. Like, he looks weird in the beginning of Arrested Development because he's, yeah. like, too young. Yeah. But he looks weird later in Arrested Development because he's too old. You want to get that, like, that super bad to Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. That's oh. where he looks like... Talking about... Michael Sarah, yeah.